Howdy, hey, hi, hello, guys. While the sequel channel does have a lot to do with primarily Disney-centric content, we do not align ourselves with the viewpoints of those at Disney at this time and their support for Israel. And we just want you to know that you can go down below this uh, podcast and check out some resources on how to get more educated and things that you should just know during this time. And we hope that you stay educated and form your own opinions. We appreciate you for listening to the sequel channel. Bye. Howdy. Hey, hi. Hello, guys. Hello, everyone. I'm Rissa. And I'm Mitchie. And you're listening to the sequel channel. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. La, 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 la. It feels like Christmas. Oh my fucking god, guys. I'm so hyped. <laughs> I'm grinning ear to ear. <laughs> she is. It's kind of scary, I'm happy. actually. I'm fucking happy. Have you seen the movie Smile? <laughs> oh. I'm just I'm kidding. not smiling anymore. Oh, no. It was a great <laughs> smile. <laughs> I'm fucking happy. Dude. We love the Muppet Christmas Carol, but no one loves the Muppet Christmas Carol more than Rissa. This movie is my life. I love it. <laughs> this movie is Christmas. It is Christmas. It is not officially Christmas time until I've watched this movie, and now Mariah Carey. Oh my god! Hot cocoa. Oh my god! Oh, we Sleigh hope rides. you guys are enjoying Christmas season. Yes. If you're in a place that gets snow, I'm highly jealous. I really want that full Christmas vibe right now Mm -hmm. after watching this movie. But, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But we're talking about the iconic Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the origin of the Christmas Carol. And then we'll dump... We'll jump. We'll dump. <laughs> we'll take a dump. <laughs> Hopefully not. No. We will jump into Mitchie's movie facts. So, the original Christmas Carol, or Being a Ghost Story of Christmas, was a novella by Charles Dickens, published in London in 1843. Sick. It was illustrated by John Leach, and I'm going to try and find some photos from the original illustrations to share on our Instagram, so go make sure you check those out. They had a play made within two weeks of the book coming out. The book dropped December 19th, and by Christmas Eve, it was sold out. Yeah. They said, this is the story of Christmas this year, bitch. They said, Christmas? Yes. Mm -hmm. A Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens? Yes. So, there are hundreds of adaptations. Yeah. There's going to be like a Pinocchio type vibe. I tried to find a list with an exact number of how many adaptations there were, but I couldn't find any, so I went to the wiki and it counted. Cool. I got 401. Yeah. And I don't think that was all of it. Yeah, so like I was saying, it's like Pinocchio realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's operas. If you guys have not listened to the episode where we do the deep dives into dark origins of um, 
Disney movies, then you should listen to that episode because we talk a lot about different things. And mm-hmm. The reason why I kept mentioning Pinocchio is because it literally has a bajillion mm-hmm. adaptations and I talk about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie, iconic. Oh, my God. So we're going to do Mitchie Movie Facts. Ooh. <laughs> Finger guns. Uh, yeah, like, don't wave <laughs> that thing at me. It's a little scary. It came out in 1992. It was directed by Jim Henson's son, Brian mm. Henson, and it was his... Debut film. Debut directorial. And as many people know, or if you don't know, because you're weird, this was the first major Muppet project after Jim Henson passed away. Yeah. So it was a very important film. Um, The person who took the role of Kermit in this, this was actually his first Kermit role. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jim Henson himself blessed him. mm -hmm. Yeah. So without Jim Henson, they had to find a new Kermit, right? And that was Steve Whitmire, which made me think of Atlantis, the Whitmire. Right. But um, <clears throat> Whitmire says that he was incredibly nervous about taking over the role. And the night before, he recorded Kermit's songs for the movie. Bitch, he had a dream where he met Jim Henson in a hotel lobby and talked about how he felt unsure. And Jim Henson apparently did the signature move that he always did and said, it will pass. Yeah. And then he was like, I've been blessed by Jim Henson himself. Yeah. Which I totally believe that that is a thing. 100%. So. That's just so cool also to think about. Insane. So. (laughs) Something I saw when I was looking up stuff about this movie and just a Christmas Carol in general. A lot of people say that the Grinch movies are adaptations of Christmas Carol. You have a cross shield man. Oh, yeah. Who learns a lesson. The only difference is that he steals, actively steals Christmas from people. Yeah. I mean, Scrooge was evicting people. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, yeah, I see what he you're like saying. literally steals Christmas shit from them. And Scrooge got the, got the them. ghosts and the yeah. Grinch didn't. Yeah. He just got Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. She is his only ghost. We should talk about Grinch at some point. Well, we will. Yeah, I love the Grinch movies. <laughs> because Specifically Jim Carrey Grinch. There was not... I don't think there was another... Uh, Christmas Carol movie after this one until the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Is that the animated one? Yes. I never watched that. It was Okay. It's as good as you We'll talk about why the Muppet Christmas Carol is the only Christmas Carol. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, the only other thing I want to mention, because there there is more stuff, but I assume it's going to be related to your rant. So. (laughs) Yeah. um, And we can dabble in the facts throughout the movie, too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There are two songs that are on the soundtrack, but aren't in the movie at all. So yeah. they were cut mm-hmm. from the script. Yeah. 
the room in your heart sung by dr honeydew and his assistant beaker, beaker yeah the charity and workers this dr sam or sorry sam right yeah and then a chairman of the board sung by sam the eagle when he was scrooge's headmaster they both re- they recorded the songs but they were like Meh. no just didn't add them yeah so it's a little whack but yeah but i appreciate them not adding things that didn't add substance to the film you know they and just believed if they, in taking out yeah if they felt parts. like it didn't add anything to it they were yeah. literally like no it's better yeah, without it that's fair i appreciate that I but they are if you do want to listen to that the whole album is on spotify yeah so you mm-hmm. can listen to the whole thing and it is really good like yeah. they're still good songs i mean mm-hmm. look paul williams can write a fucking song dude Thank you. He had no Mr. reason to be this good in this goddamn movie. We appreciate everything that you've done. And I literally, this is the album of Christmas to me. Dude. Feels like Christmas. Oh my god. You want to dive into this movie? I do. Let's go. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Okay. So we start out with Gonzo and Rizzo. Mm-hmm. And there are so many Muppets. And we'll talk, about, we'll talk about them a little bit. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Muppet, by the way, before we start, actually? Honestly, I always got hate for this, but I think Miss Piggy is my favorite Muppet. Oh, why would you get hate for Miss Piggy? I don't know. People just, I mean, obviously, Miss Piggy has, like, the diva personality, and not a lot of people like that. Yeah. Miss Piggy's having her era now. I know. I love that for her. I know. I love that for her. But Miss Piggy has always been iconic. Yeah. I mean, literally in this movie, she is iconic, and I just want to say... Throwing in a fun fact, Miss Piggy took this role. She was like, this role is too small, but I'm taking it anyways because I'll get to be Kermit's wife Mm -hmm. in the film. Mm -hmm. Damn, Queen. She said, I know this role is Mm -hmm. too small for me. (laughs) Yeah. That's like just Queen Diva boss ass bitch shit. She doesn't come into the movie until 53 minutes in. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that is pretty far back yeah but and it doesn't matter because the parts that she had iconic yeah. anyways um you know what i don't think i have a favorite Muppet. That's i don't think fair. i could pick one um i kind of assumed you would say i assumed you would say kermit no hmm. well, kermit's not my favorite interesting i have a favorite fraggle yeah my favorite fraggle is red fraggle did you notice any of the fraggles in the background? So they're probably repurposed puppets too, because Sprocket's in it. Yeah, they're they're they are Fraggle Rock characters sprinkled in the backgrounds. But confirmed. Are they actual Fraggle characters mm-hmm. or are they repurposed ones? Like when I they... was looking at it, it said they're Fraggle Rock characters. Okay. I didn't I know notice what you're about. In there was particular. that one that looked really like a shitty Sprocket, version. Yeah, yeah, was like particularly like just a recycled pocket puppet that they like didn't a use. A copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. Um that they just used on for... shitty toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> it was interesting, but um you know what actually I'm gonna say Gonzo. Really? Gonzo yeah. is pretty iconic. I love Gonzo, dude. Um he and the Muppet movie. Oh my god, the first Muppet movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. 
Yeah, okay. Anyways. So Gonzo is narrating the story. He's taken the role of Charles Dickens. Which is such an interesting and amazing choice for this. I mean, well, the thing is, is they chose it to be that way because Mm -hmm. of the original story and the prose, the way it was written. Yeah. And the actual book. His narration style so much that they wanted to include that in this movie. And that's the way that Charles Dickens himself actually performed it. Mm -hmm. Because um, I think it was like a couple years after the book came out, he started going out into public and reading his story like for the public. Just a typical fucking storyteller bard on the street. (sighs) Let me tell you my tale of Christmas time. Yeah, so that's why they they did that, and that's specifically why they called him Charles Dickens. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, Rizzo's just along for the ride, uh, for the food, and he's, you know, the humorous part of this, but Gonzo yeah. is too. But basically, they're just kind of talking. Uh, he says that he knows the Christmas story like the back of his hand. And then he introduces Ebenezer and Ebenezer comes walking around the corner and we are introduced with the first song of the movie, mm-hmm. which is a 10 out of 10. Dude. Like it really sets the like spooky tone and vibes for like what we're expecting this character to be. And I really love that they leaned into the dark, like Victorian era Oh, yeah. Of when the original story came out. Yeah. And honestly, the Muppets have never looked better. I know. They look so good in this Victorian-esque era of movie. I mean, the costume design alone is so impressive. That's so good. How many people do you think like the they little had tiny peacoats on all of the little rats the little tiny and little tiny tap hat hats? For fucking... Little bonnets. I swear. It's so cute. Dude, you did not have to go that hard, but goddamn, I'm so glad that they did. Yeah. And the scenery, the architecture, all of it is really good. It's so good. It really puts you in the mood. So, you know, they're just basically saying, there goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is like, he is sour. He is not a good person. He is terrible to mice and not even the vegetables like him all this kind of stuff basically they're just straight up roasting him and he's walking down the street uh, they really are they're just like man they're like oh and then there's like that group of ladies and like maybe he has a heart and then he walks by and they're like nah yeah mm. <laughs> the little yeah and um at the end they're like every day in every way scrooge is getting worse uh, yeah and he turns around and he looks at them and everyone just goes about that day and he's like oh fuck oh god damn these people goes into his place of work that's when we get the first humbug humbug mm-hmm. and he is there and all he's got all these damn little workers i just i love the choices because obviously they had to take some liberties just storyline alone yeah. Because originally Bob Cratchit is like his only employee. Yeah. And then which in the the Mickey's Christmas Carol, Bob Cratchit is Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. So um but also like Marley and Marley, there originally was only one Marley. Mm-hmm. 
So the choices they made to include more of the Muppets, they were like, how can we get more Muppets in this? Yeah, they were like, we need as many Muppets. So many Muppets. We need it to be literally Muppet Mayhem. And it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. There's so many. Did you know that the Muppets have a Mario Party game that they came out with? Like a long ass time ago. It's yeah. really, really, really old. And it's on a cruise ship? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I think about that game all the time because I fucking love the Muppets. I know. Same. So good. I never had that game because I didn't know about it. But I've seen people play it on the YouTube.com TM. Yes. And. Because <laughs> you can't trademark that. <laughs> you cannot trademark that. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> she said TM. <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything. Um, but yeah, I've seen that. Um, and I love it. We should find it and play it. I have a. Because I think it was on GameCube. I have a GameCube. One like and we'll stream. One like and we will stream us playing this game. (laughs) I think it's called like Muppet Cruise Party or something like that. I love that. We'll find it. We should do a stream of all of the Muppet games. Anyways, okay. We go into his work and we are introduced to Bob Cratchit, who Mm -hmm. is none other than Kermit the Frog, TM. I can't stand you. (laughs) That you can, trademark, bitch. bitch so fucking oh my god we see bob cratchit and obviously bob cratchit is like the the scapegoat for Mm -hmm. the office all the mice are like the rats are like um tell him to do this tell him to do this please tell him can you tell him that we want more coal for the for the furnace he tries to convince it's so cold in here it's like it's fucking cold the bookkeepers they're like our assets are frozen yeah And he's just like, how would they think about it in the unemployment line? And they're like, oh, this is my favorite part. He waved. <laughs> yeah. This is my island in, in the, the sun. sun. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. The little outfits. I know. Again, the outfits. It's so good. Fucking grass skirts switch. for a goddamn rat. I know. They do a switch with the little, little hats, grass hats. It's so. Little coconut bras. It's so oh. cute. <laughs> That was your job to do that. Dude, and if that was my job, I would love my life so much more than I do right, right. now. Right. <laughs> it would bring me so much joy. So much fucking serotonin would be coursing through my veins. Um, but he's like, yeah, no, so that's not going to happen. And um, Bob is like, you convince them yet again. Um, and then Fred comes in, mm. who is his nephew, mm-hmm. who is a human. He's a human. <laughs> who plays? Oh, we haven't talked about who plays Ebenezer and Fred yet. Like the actual people. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Scrooge is played by Michael Caine. And I just kind of felt like if you don't know who he is, get out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I feel like it's so important to mention. But if you need to know michael kane a lot of people actually will know him from the batman movies yeah yeah he plays um batman's butler yeah what's his name i don't know batman <laughs> but- <Batman> butler butler <laughs> alfred alfred yeah oh cute yes alfred and uh 
And I'm pretty sure it was those really good Batman movies. Honestly, guys, I'm not a DC person. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but um, but that's where you would like recognize his face. Yeah. I feel like common folk would recognize him from that. I know him from *Up at Christmas Carol*. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> because no one will ever play Scrooge as good as he does in this no. movie, in my opinion. I've and He's there so are a good. lot of good. Christmas Scrooges. Carol adaptations. Yeah. And there's a lot of good Scrooges. A lot of good Scrooges. Bill Murray is one of my favorite Scrooges. Which one did he play in? I'm pretty sure he's in the one that's called Scrooged. Or oh. Scrooge. Is it a live action one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bill Murray is great in that one. Um, I think that one's really old, though. I think it might be older than this one. It is Bill Murray. Yeah. I love Bill Murray, too. Um... But he gave Kermit the Frog advice. Kermit came out in an interview and said that Michael Caine gave him some of the best advice that he's ever received. Mm -hmm. You know what that advice was? What? Never blink. Oh my god. And guess fucking what? Kermit never blinks. Kermit never blinks. Yeah. But neither does Michael Caine. Yes. Or what he should otherwise be known as. Morris. Well, apparently. Maurice, right? <gasps> Is that his, his real name? Is Maurice Mick- Micklewhite. <clears throat> Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's another fun fact. They, at the end of the film, they pass by a store that's called Micklewhite's. Oh, yeah. And they literally did that because his real name is Maurice Micklewhite. I saw that, but I thought it was related to a different cast cast member. I didn't realize. Well, they are Maurice. We both got fun facts today, baby. But, oh my god, we're a side Anyway, Michael Caine went into this role. When he found out it got posted, bitch, he hunted for this role. Because apparently there was an opportunity for him to be on The Muppet Show. And something came up and he couldn't get there in time. So when he found out they were doing this movie, Michael Caine said, I'm getting that fucking role. And he went in and he said, I'm going to do this in the most Shakespeare-style way ever. And he was like, and all I knew was that I just had to be incredibly dramatic and keep my eyes wide open. <laughs> I love that. But she did. Apparently, Henson said, yeah, bang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Mitchie and I did try to count how many times he blinked in this movie. And it was like, what? We've only counted like, like six or seven times for us. <laughs> under but, ten. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's not fact, but. It's just crazy. He really, you really can't tell when he blinks. It was the way that they cut it. Yeah. So like oh, every yeah. time he was, it seemed like he was about to blink. They would they cut it to cut a it, different yeah. angle. Angle. And so his eyes just stayed open even longer. Mm-hmm. Or it would just be cut to a scene that didn't have him in it entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting, but still made it seem like he never blinked. Basically, it's like every time the camera comes on him, he was just like at the ready. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Not me. I'm fucking blinking already. I can't. Mm-mm. But no. who is Fred played by? Who? Fred. The nephew Fred. Eh. Mm. 
He's not really important, I guess. He's really not. <laughs> I mean, he really is only in this scene, but it's still worth mentioning. Well, the other guy is, um... Let's see. Because the thing is, is like all the credits are like... Steve McIntosh is cool. from. Let's see. What have you done recently, Mr. Steve? He kind of looks like a older Neil Patrick Harris. In this photo of him. Interesting. He was in Underworld Evolution. I don't know what that is. The Underworld movie. Probably just didn't do anything interesting after this. Yeah, I'm not But seeing... that's okay. I just was interested in knowing his name mainly. Yeah. Um, but he he comes to visit Scrooge and basically is trying to uh get him to celebrate Christmas. And just kind of see and check in on him, and Scrooge is like, bah humbug. Bah humbug. What reason do you have to be, like, happy? Um, you're poor. Your family's poor. <laughs> yeah. And Fred's like, what right do you have to be dismal? You're rich enough. And um, at this point, Bunsen and Beaker come in seeking donations for the homeless. Mm-hmm. And things don't go well. They, they get don't. a little donation from Fred. Yeah. Things don't go well with Scrooge. <laughs> he says some stuff. One of my favorite lines in this movie that was funny is the whole line where he says, if they're going to die, they better do it and decrease the surplus population. Mm-hmm. Just the way he delivers that line mm-hmm. in this movie is so convincing and so good. It is. It's very evil. Yeah, it's so evil. It's I'm like, so, so evil. evil, but like, wow, like, you did that. Like, if he could die, well, they better get on it. <gasps> they better do it then. <laughs> do it. Perish. I don't care. Um, And Bunsen and Beaker are very shocked. And they're like, we don't want to waste any more of Mr. Scrooge's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anticipus. Or, and, oh my god, Anticipus. What is that? And, uh, I, don't know. I, I meant to put, I meant to say emphasis. Emphasis, I see. <laughs> I don't know why they add, add the ante, but <clears throat> emphasis on the Scrooge. Because mm-hmm. he is, I guess, whatever that yeah. means. What do you think that that's People, well, like, use that as a term now. Scrooge it was not I mean, an official mean? word in the dictionary until 1982. And what was the definition of it? Do you know? The definition is um, of person who... Hates Christmas. Is neg- <laughs> has Harbors negative feelings towards festivities and cheer. Oh. Cool. I had to pull that definition out of my brain really fast. <laughs> Caught on the spot. I just said Christmas. Good thing I looked at it earlier. <laughs> but festivities and cheer is all-encompassing. Yeah. You hate all festivities yeah, and cheer. Yeah, all festivities and cheer. Not just Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie could have also happened during Easter. Yeah. Literally any time. During Halloween. his birthday. <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> Bitch, imagine. His birthday. <laughs> I'm the ghost of... Birthdays passed. It's just a bunch of sad birthdays with a fucking cupcake that's made out of fucking foam. 
birthday's birthday's present. <laughs> no one shows <laughs> him alone. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get the hiccups. Okay, no, we can't do that. Okay. I can't get the hiccups. <laughs> oh no. Oh god, it's too late. All right. Well, things just don't go well when they try to get the donation. And yeah, Fred, Fred gives his donation dips. He's like, "Yeah, I'll leave you to get my uncle's donation." Which also, he he does invite him to Christmas at his house. Yeah, and uh, to see Clara too, mm-hmm. who is who is his wife. Mm-hmm. And Scrooge don't ask me like, her name. I don't know. <laughs> Clara. No, I meant her real name. Oh, I wasn't going to. She doesn't really matter. <laughs> Facts. She wasn't in any scenes. Facts. Anyways. Um, and Scrooge is all like, why ever did you get married? <laughs> and he's like, because I fell in love. And he, Scrooge is all like, the only thing stupider than Christmas. And, is a person who's yeah, in love. Yeah. He's basically anti-love. Anti-love. <laughs> anti-love, too. <laughs> Hi. Uh... And, um... Then, uh, after they leave, um, Kermit tries to convince Scrooge to give them the day off for Christmas tomorrow. Uh He's like, look, it's Christmas. There's no other businesses to do business with. Uh, the coal's gonna be expensive. Uh, (laughs) pulling every thing he can come up with out of. He's trying really 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 hard. hard. And these rats are like, please get us the day off. Please, please. They're not helping at all. I love the the second it starts to go south, they're all like, yeah, bad idea. It was the frog's idea. It was the frog's idea. It was such a bad idea. Like, fucking traitors. He was just like, it's a demo. It's a. It's a. Poor excuse to pick a man's yeah, pocket, pocket every, every December twenty-fifth. But I guess you guys can have the day off. And then they're like, you like better be in early the next day. Uh-huh. And then Kermit's like, it's time to close for Christmas. Uh-huh. And they begin to do their closing song. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my god, this song is such a banger too, dude. This I love this song. Oh my god, this is my Christmas song. Yeah. <laughs> Tis a season to be jolly and joyous. Oh my god, yeah. Apparently the whole thing about him like strolling down the street was a massive production. Yeah, it took like 10 puppeteers. Yeah. And a lot of stage crew Dude. to make that happen. Props That's to insane. behind the scenes folk. Yeah. Insane. Hot damn. Um... All the scenes that took any any of them that were like walking scenes yeah. or that they should full body like took a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of team oh, yeah. puppeteers on the team to and do. And you know what's surprising is that. they did use some green screen for this movie, but yeah. you really hardly can tell. There's also some other cool effects that they've used. I don't know if you've looked into all of the types of effects that they used. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the um, different types oh, yeah. of things that they did. Ghost of present, ghost, ghost of, of Christmas, present, past or past, yeah, we'll past talk about that. <gasps> I love that. Anyways, so they get the time off for Christmas. They sing that boss ass song, which is literally two hundred out of ten on my meter. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Theresa meter. If you haven't listened to the song, it is the song of Christmas. <laughs> the song of Christmas. Tis the season. Oh my God! Scrooge goes back to his home now, and um, he sees the first vision. 
of the ghost of um, Jacob Marley, who is Waldorf. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or sorry, not Waldorf, Statler. Statler? Statler, yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, what the fuck? And Scrooge is all spooked. <laughs> he is. He's like, um, excuse me? He's what like, the fuck Excuse me? Jacob Marley? Excuse you, sir. And, you know, the whole time Gonzo and Rizzo have been, like, narrating these bits, mm-hmm. we're not really going to talk too much in depth about those bits, I don't feel like. Yeah, no, it's not really. the story. There are, there are, I think, mm-hmm. a couple times I mentioned it just because of the... Yeah. And um, he's basically inspecting his room a bit more thoroughly before he um, decides to uh, relax for the evening. Mm-hmm. But he lights the lamps and kind of chills and he's eating some food. Settling, then all of a sudden bells start ringing. Mm. Spooky. And we're introduced to the Marley brothers. Marley and Marley. Ooh. We're Marley and Marley. Ooh. I love Statler and Waldorf. Dude. They're so iconic. If you haven't so watched great. the Muppet Show, I mean, they are just the guys that heckle in yeah. the, um, what are the, what are they called in theater? Opera? Like, yeah. Op like boxes. The opera box, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They heckle and just are so funny and old mm-hmm. and, ugh. And they basically just tell Scrooge that he is fucking shit up in his life. Um, yeah. And he is doomed for all time. They're like you gotta, He's like, you gotta get your life right. Or you'll be in chains like us, my guy. Yeah, he's like, we're weighed down by the fucking strength of our evilness. Yeah. The chains that we forged mm-hmm. are like literally weighing us down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the puppetry in this and like that like the ghost effect. Yeah. Like that part is so cool. Yeah. Um and I'm I just feel so impressed with that. Cause like, you know, puppetry art in itself like takes a lot of talent. But then like couple that with like good cinematography and good added visual effects Mm -hmm. it's just it's like a chef kiss i mean the puppeteering is literally next level and they also have these like puppet boxes of chains that are around them singing at Mm -hmm. one point and they're just like so fun and cool too they just kind of add like they didn't have to do that they didn't have to add that part Mm -hmm. but it's just like another thing that just makes the hunting company just like oh i love it so good and they're just so cute. Imagine your job was like, yeah, so uh, you're going to be like a box of chains. <laughs> and you're just going to like sing a little song. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Just going to do a thing. <laughs> do a thing. And um, they inform him of the three spirits that are going to visit him mm-hmm. to change his life. Mm-hmm. His, vis- or his impressions of life. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, and the song that Marley and Marley sing had a third verse that was cut. Yeah, and to be fair, like it doesn't really take away too much. Yeah. Like I don't think it does anything. The only thing is, like the lines they were like, "All right, now it's time for us to go back to where the wretched are from." Yeah, and it's supposed to be just more of a warning um, from Scrooge or to Scrooge to just be like, "Don't like keep going the way you're going." Yeah. You're gonna fuck shit up. And then the last word is change. Change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure they probably have the extended version on the soundtrack too. Yeah. The oh, revised yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't listened to that song in particular, but this song, a hundred out of ten. Nice. I used to have a dog named Marley. Yeah. Marley. Marley. And whenever this song came on, I used to be like, Marley and Marley. And I used to sing it to Marley. She just gets so excited. Yeah. <laughs> so now I just, every time I have a little sentimental Aww. attachment to the song. So Aww. It's cute. Yes, we love that. So we're introduced to the gross ghost of Christmas past. This is also where I wrote, he never blinks. Scrooge is shook. Oh, yeah, this is the point where Mitchie brings up to me when we're uh, introduced to the ghost of Christmas past um, that she mentions to me that he never blinks. And I'm like, my eyes are going to be locked on this motherfucker's eyes the whole rest of this goddamn movie. (laughs) And I literally was. It really was. I mean, it really was. I also wrote Rizzo is so cute because there's a part where they're outside and um, Gonzo accidentally like lights his tail on fire. And he pushes them into this, like, bucket of ice water. Mm. And then uh, they're trying to get into the, like, they're trying to follow or get into his house. And there's, like, a little gate. And Rizzo jumps off the top. And Gonzo's like, oops, missed. And he just hits the ground. And then he goes back through the bars of the gate. And Gonzo's like, you can go through the bars? Rizzo's like, yeah, what of it? Mm-hmm. And Gonzo's just like, you are such an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, why are they so cute? They, I mean, they are. They really are just the perfect duo. <laughs> and fun fact, Scooter. Do you know Scooter from The Muppet? Kind of, sort of. Film? I saw some of the stuff, the notes. Of, uh, in yeah, the so Scooter section. was supposed to be in Rizzo's place. Mm-hmm. But they ultimately decided to go with Rizzo. Which I think was such a good decision. Yeah. If you haven't watched The Muppet Show again, this won't make sense. But those two characters in The Muppet Show, they just don't really like vibe that well. Mm-hmm. And it just makes ten, ten bajillion times much more sense to have mm-hmm. Gonzo and Rizzo together. So I'm um, fairly certain the character of Gonzo was recast for this role. Um, because they wanted to have that narrator style. Mm-hmm. But then also, I saw something where... Scooter was taken out because of Jim Henson's sister. Hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah. Something about um, the fact that, like, I don't know the relationship between Scooter and Jim Henson's sister, but I guess there was something in it and she, like, whether it was her decision or what, Scooter wasn't going to be in this film. And I think, it, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that Jim Henson had passed away mm-hmm. and it just... I, they probably just needed a change. Yeah. But I agree. They did a great fucking job. Yeah. But the ghost of Christmas past, though. An Let's even better fucking job. Insane. Insane. So it was a part green screen effect, and then the doll was underwater. Mm-hmm. That shit's so cool. Yeah. Originally, they were trying to do it under oil. Oh. And... The can't like something happened with the um oil like stacking up. Yeah, because the oil like, layers. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and basically they were like, we gotta do this another way. Yeah, because it and they did it with her underwater. Uh huh. And that's just literally insane. Yeah, it's it's so crazy, but it's also 
such a neat effect because the doll's basically like swimming in the air. I mean, it's floating. So yeah. like the way it moves so wispy. is so perfect. Yeah. And I never knew how they did that effect until like I got older. Yeah. Like I just assumed that, um, just floating. Yeah. It was just floating. Yeah. I really just didn't know. No. Can we also talk about how uh, that doll gives me nightmare fuel? Yeah. Really creepy. That but, like this is the scariest, one of the scariest ghosts from any of the Christmas Carol movies is that goddamn doll. No, I mean, Avi Future is scariest. I'm saying that doll is one of the scary ones. Yeah, she's moderately scary. I wouldn't say she is the scariest to me, no. or even in the top five scariest though. I'd say top ten. Yeah, top ten, maybe. Top 10. Yeah, um, but she's like, we're gonna go see you past Christmas. Hold my hand, bitch. Mm-hmm. You gonna fly? And Gonzo and Rizzo tag along. We go to the first Christmas past of Mister Scrooge when he is a young lad mm-hmm. in school. I hate Christmas. <laughs> who hurt you? Yeah, literally, who hurt you? Like, what I mean, he's him? in a boarding school. I, I think it's what he said. Like a primary school or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Was he an orphan? I don't know. I just think, I think it had something to do with the fact that he obviously didn't get to have a Christmas with parents. Maybe, yeah. That seems like the vibe there. At least that's kind of what it seemed like they were saying. In the past, he was heartbroken by being abandoned by an unloving father. Mm, Yerp. His sister dying when Fred was born and Belle leaving him. Yep. Daddy issues. If you want to know more about daddy issues, go and watch <laughs> Crying and Daddy Issues. Combining Dory. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, um, but yeah, um, he is a young lad at school mm-hmm. and sad as fuck about christmas i guess i don't know he's he's like he basically was like it was more time to study and to do all sorts of good studious things Mm -hmm. i had time to be a good student and yes 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 study up (laughs) (laughs) learn your math and then we get into um the years start going by Mm-hmm. We see him grow. We see him get a little older and older, and then we get to see Sam the Eagle. Yes. Yes. Sam's not my one of my favorite characters, but he's still cool. Yeah, no, Sam's definitely not one of my favorites, but... Um, he comes in and gives him a little pep talk before he's going to leave for his first real apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he's like, it is, you will love business. <laughs> business yes the great world of business <laughs> he's like that's the way we do it in business in america it is the american way yeah and gonzo's like yo sam actually it is the british, british way, way. <laughs> uh, so many iconic lines <laughs> i know yeah. how much of this can we quote a lot a lot <laughs> How much can we quote without getting copywritten? Ooh. Hopefully a lot. <laughs> then we see another Christmas. 
And he's at Fozzie Wigs. Remember oh Chicken God. Factory? Yeah, the fucking Fozzie Wigs. And he's like, oh my God, it's Fozzie Wigs Old Rubber Chicken Factory. Yeah, I yeah. remember this place. Clearly, you don't you don't know this place? Right. He's the doing a... Uh, they're having a little Christmas party. And it's owned other by... None, owned, oh my God. Owned by no other than Fozzie the Bear. Fozzie the Bear. And, and he's, he's so got cool. a little speech before the party starts. It's very short. It is. Guys, I took a picture. We had to pause Aww, during yeah. the party. I took a picture. I'm going to post it on the Instagram. Um, Count how many Muppets are in that photo. And then yeah. quadruple it. And that's how many are in this whole series of scenes. Yeah. We see so many. We see all of Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, we see um, uh, Fozzie. We see Sprocket again. We see mm-hmm. Fozzie's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we Thanks see Sattler and Waldorf, a younger version of them. Yes. So the Marley and Marleys are at the party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the younger versions of them. Right. And um, and even, let me, I just want to point it out that even the Marley and Marleys were enjoying Christmas. Yeah. They were they were still terrible human beings, and yet they still enjoyed Christmas. And Scrooge, why couldn't Scrooge just do that? Like, because he didn't have parents that loved him. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the Marley brothers had parents that loved them. Good point. That's fair. But um, when you have parents that love you, and you still turn out to be an evil asshole. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, we see a whole lot of iconic moments, puppets, so and many. then. Scrooge meets Belle. Yep. Belle. I put like sparkle emojis all around <laughs> Belle. Oh my god, I love that. Because, you know, that's the love interest. <laughs> yes. Because you can see him. He has that Lego Man gif face. Have you seen yeah. a Lego Man gif going Yes. On? Yeah. He has that look on his and face. They just pause. Mm-hmm. Their eyes lock. And that's how you know. In every movie, if you lock eyes and you're any two people, and you look you're up probably going to fuck later. And you're like, oh yeah. Um, and then the ghost says, there was another Christmas with this lady. And he's like, years after this, don't take me that at Christmas, please. please don't show me this. And she's like, yeah, no, we're going to go see that Christmas. Got a blast. <laughs> take my hand, bitch. <laughs> and they fly off into the next Christmas. We're going to see our unresolved trauma. Yes. Uh... And she's sitting on a bench. He's not. And she's like, another year till our wedding, Ebenezer. (laughs) He's like, well, we can't get married right now. We don't even have enough money for our house. Which is a valid point, if I do say so myself. Okay, here's the thing, though. Did they not have enough money for our house? Oh, also that. Because... But if you they were, have they were dressed really nice to so not be able to afford a house dude. of any kind during that time. Yeah. Well, remember he said a decent house. This is a man with unrealistic expectations. Yeah, he's probably like looking for a mansion and thinking that's a decent house. Hiya. Yeah. So Bella's like, oh my gosh. Well, I want to make family proud. I thought the partnership in the firm was the goal that you had yeah and he's like we're barely in making enough to cover expenses and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. 
And he, he's like, you know, I'm doing all of this for you because I love, I love you. you. And she's like, you did once. And <sighs> this is where I go into my fucking rant. <laughs> Look, you guys, I have been watching this movie for fucking years, literally since I can remember celebrating Christmas. I have watched this fucking movie (laughs) and every year I remember having to listen to when love is gone Mm -hmm. And feeling so sad every fucking year during this part. And yes, it totally makes you melancholy. Uh-huh. But when Disney released this um, to on Disney Plus, they fucking removed this song from the fucking movie. And when I watched it on Disney Plus for the first time, and I think I even watched it with you one time. Yeah. The first time it was you on. You were here. like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, wait, what? I literally was like, am I having a mandala effect right now? And I literally had to get my movie out, my co- my DVD copy of the movie, and go and see and confirm that I was not incorrect about this. No, so... And so. they decided to do this because they thought that this particular song in this scene would make kids feel melancholy. So what what happened is this song was actually dropped when it originally released in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And the producer and director, Brian Henson, said, please, no, we don't want this. We do not want you to cut this song. But the head of yeah. Disney at the time was like, no, we're like, going to cut the song because it's going to make kids sad. Yeah, it says it's too sad for kids. So despite the creators wishes they did this anyway and such an injustice it does to the fucking film that they don't realize Mm -hmm. and we can talk about that more later but I'm just really frustrated that they took this whole song out and during this whole scene yeah fuck you Jeffrey Katzenberg they literally she it literally just cuts when uh Ebenezer says it's because I love you and Belle says you did once and then she just walks away and then we cut to seeing Gonzo and then Rizzo's crying mm-hmm. and uh older Scrooge is crying mm-hmm. and like it honestly just feels like it doesn't make any sense because the only conversation you get is her saying that you loved me once or you know Mm -hmm. that like that comment about him once loving her Mm -hmm. it's like the only context we ever get and she never says that she's going to leave him (laughs) and like we never have that context in there so we 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 completely rips out all of that and then for another meaning like i said which we'll talk about later it literally is so infuriating and so stupid so and it, just another time where Disney has taken things or censored things or just done weird shit to stuff that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
it was a last minute decision before the movie released. So that's why it has such a jarring edit right there. And everyone was aware of it at Disney. And they still did it. When the movie was released on VHS, Laserdisc, and DVD, um, they put it back in. But every time it's aired anywhere for, like, the theatrical release, because that's the one that, like, studios use. Yeah. Like, the, like, TV shows and shit like that. They use the theatrical version, which is the cut one. So that's why. And so when it started getting on places where it was streamed, it was the theatrical version. Yeah. Up until last year. Yes, baby. So. They added that shit. So what happened is the actual original negatives from what they cut, because this is back in the 90s, they were still cutting film. They cut (laughs) me doing the scissors with my hand. (laughs) I'm like, yes, bitch. I know what you mean by cut. Like, literally cut. It's just a fucking... It's a tism thing. You're just... (laughs) I'm just... Don't you mean? (laughs) I was like, are you going to close them or not? You had open scissors. (laughs) Continue. They lost the negatives to that song. Which is why... Only the ones that were put on VHS, LaserDisc, and UD were the ones that had it. Mm. They lost the negatives for a long-ass time. Interesting. And they found them in 2019, I think is what it was. And they planned to put the full version of Muppet Christmas Carol back on Disney Plus in 2020. Well, then COVID happened. And then they realized that they weren't the negatives that they thought they were. It was a different type of, like, copy of the film. And to get the scene to be um, put back, you know, into what we do now with all the digital shit, they were going to need a 4K, um, like, remaster and so it took longer to put it on there than they thought it was going to. But they finally got it fixed. And as of December 11th of 2022, when you go to the Muppet Christmas Carol, you can tab over to the extras section. And down at the bottom is the full length version. You can also additionally listen to the song. I'm offended that this says like extended version. It's this full length. It it said extended. Yeah. Fully the extended version is what it said. (laughs) It's not extended, bitch. It's the original movie. It's the movie. It's the movie, bitch. (laughs) I'm offended. (laughs) Went over. (laughs) So. (laughs) Because Mrs. is important, she she left. He's crying. Old Scrooge sobbing. And Ghost of Christmas Past is like, okay, so I'm going to go. He's like, I can't do this I'm anymore. I'm just going to leave now. He's like, I'm going to be a good boy, I promise. I'm going to like, just kind of, I got to go. And he's like, all right. Bye. Bye. And then we're introduced to the iconic, the beautiful, the, the marvelous, the stunning Ghost of 
Christmas present. I love him. He's so... He's the best. Know me better, man. He just, like, really embodies Christmas energy. He do. He is Father Christmas. If I have to... If I have anything to say, it's he is... Yeah, he is. Father Christmas. Oh. Hard facts. And there's something about him that just embodies the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. It's so good, dude. And it feels like Christmas. This song we're about to get, guys... There is not enough room on any page for the amount of zeros I would put. This song is an infinity. Infinity. Out of ten. Out of ten. I think that's on the, the highest scale. one yet. Yes. Nothing will ever top it. I mean, it feels like Christmas. Yes. The fashion. The dancing. The cheer. The Muppets. We're about to get copyright strained. Oh, sorry. I wasn't saying the words. I, was no, I, was, I could hear you. Though. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is going to come in. <laughs> They're going to finger gun me and then scissor. <laughs> no, you're going to scissor. And they're going to be like, oh, shit. And they're going to dip out. And I'm going to play rock. And the rest is. <laughs> but so they have a bunch of people dancing at this part and i was like we have to bring this kind of fashion back with the bonnets <laughs> dude and the petticoats the way that they were dancing was so cool yes the one <laughs> the one guy in the back with his arms up just like do it he was like and then he started spinning in a circle yeah. with his hands up <laughs> I love it. Is it he That's my like, Christmas energy. He looks like he knows the dance move, but he wasn't exactly sure how long he was supposed to do it for, so he just kept going. We'll have to go back, get a video of that oh to post on the Instagram. Yeah, Because that's the energy we're bringing in this Christmas. <laughs> oh, um, God. And he's like, because Scrooge, after he sees everyone dancing, and he's just chilling, listening to everyone sing, he's like, I can fuck with this Christmas He's thing. Like, Hell yeah, Christmas is lit. Christmas is kind of lit. It kind of fucks with Christmas. Holy shit! Christmas is fucking cool. Scrooge is like, yeah. I want to see family. Take me to my family. He's like, let me see my kid. kid. And we go see Fred. Oh, oh my oh, god. No, Fred. Fred is roasting him. Fred is the nephew, if you don't remember. And so they're all gathered around and they're like, oh, let's play a game. And Scrooge is like, oh my gosh, they play games? That's so fun. I like games. He's <laughs> just suddenly a toddler. Oh my god. And they're playing that game. It's like uh, 20 questions yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 20 questions. And oh my god, they basically are like, they're like, is it a rat? No. Is it a cockroach? No. Is it an unwanted, unwanted creature? creature? Yes. Does it live in the city? Typically. And, and they like, basically go uh, through the motions. And, yeah. And Clara's like, fucking white. An unwanted creature, but not an owl. Or, or sorry. Not a rat, rat or cockroach. Or cockroach. I was going Harry Potter. Yeah, you were. <laughs> a rat or an owl. But, Peter um, <laughs> Right? But, um,. Yeah, uh, she's like, it's Ebenezer Scrooge. And Scrooge is just like, <laughs> and, and you can hear that, that, that gif of like the, oh, yeah. And, and the, the guy's like, yeah, totally. Totally, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, so embarrassing. So unwanted. Sag. 
very sad. So then he's like, and okay. He's like, okay, well, I don't fuck with Christmas, actually. I yeah. fucking hate Christmas, actually. <laughs> I hope everyone dies, actually. I just wrote, burn. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he's flip-flopping right now. IRL when we're IRL. watching this. Oh, yeah. And um, then... He takes him to go see Bob Cratchit. Mr. Cratchit. He's At like, first, Bob lives Scrooge here? Like, Bob's like, Bob was here? This poor town over here. And the ghost is like, even poor yeah, it's, people. It's Christmas over here, too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you fucking uneducated bitch. You asshole. <laughs> you fucking uneducated white male. Hiya. Um, and we see their home and we get hit with the feels. We finally like, see Mrs. Peggy. Yeah. She's Mrs. in this movie. Miss Mrs. Cratchit. Yeah, Mrs. Cratchit. And she's cooking up a feast. She's cooking a goose and her her son, her oldest son is fucking turning the goose. She's like, don't let it stop. Mm-hmm. Which secret. I think is just generic frog character. Yeah. I don't think that that, he's not a special frog or anything. Yeah, This no. older one. Yeah. And the two daughters that we see come up after mm-hmm. when he's turning the goose or whatever. And the daughters are twins. They're, They're basically twins. mini Miss Piggies. Yeah. And they're literally just, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are made just for this movie, probably. Yeah. Because they look exactly like Mix Piggy. They're but carbon mini. copies. Um, <clears throat> uh, we see them. They're just kind of making their little feast, waiting, waiting for uh, their father to get home and mm-hmm. Tiny Tim. Yep. And then we see Kermit and Tiny Tim. And this is the scene that took 10 puppeteers. And to get that walking motion, oh, yeah, dude. they had like a turning barrel. Oh, that's cool. That he was moving on. Yeah. To, to, and like in the scene, if you look closely enough, you can actually see the barrel. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's a lot of cool like scenes where you can see a little bit of that. Um, you know, it's like when you're paying attention to it, like unless you're really looking for it, like the blinking thing. I told her this was like, how many times have you watched this and you never noticed that that man does not fucking blink? Mm hmm. So it's like if you're not looking for the stuff in this movie, you're not going to be able to see it. Yeah. And I don't I think, think a little nuance is like that. But like for some reason, it's always interested me to see the little like blips and like mm-hmm. things where you can see yeah. how the puppeteers are working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like there are things in the Muppet show where you like bits where you can actually see puppeteers face and stuff. So it's like That's really cool. cool. But yeah, it's just one of those things like mm-hmm. it's so cool that they had that type of movement yeah and everything and they're singing a little um doo-wop version of uh one more sleep till christmas mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i didn't do-wop. mention earlier so when they were singing one more sleep till christmas at mm-hmm. the very very end the shooting star the shooting star mm-hmm. which is a very iconic thing for all of the henson films mm-hmm. and they did that specifically for jim henson because he passed away yeah Mm. it's not in all of them but it is in most of them and it's always kermit and the shooting star yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love that though um yeah so they go inside Mm -hmm. and tiny tim is just doing his thing getting all excited and screw just kind of becomes impressed with him because Tiny Tim in the IRL story, he had, like, what, tuberculosis? Yeah, I think so. 
Um, I think it's pneumonia. Something pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yeah. Well, I know they Jim, actually talk about it. They actually Jim say Henson what he died has. of pneumonia. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I feel like that's probably what you're thinking of. Yeah, probably. Um, what killed people? <laughs> what killed Tiny Tim? <laughs> Tiny Tim is believed to have had rickets, tuberculosis, polio, and or cele- <gasps> cerebral, cerebral palsy. Oh my god. Uh, that child. Yeah. What the fuck? So, all that being said, like, yeah, I too would be enamored with this child's... Uh, Love of the world. Yeah. He's like such a miraculous I mean, child. especially as being him, like, who he is. He's like, I hate everything. I hate all mm-hmm. joy and cheer and Christmas and love. Mm-hmm. But this kid, despite having all of these ch- terrible illnesses and being crippled and being poor, he's still joyful. And he was really fuckings with that, you know? And Tiny Tim sings a song, which is 20 out of 10. I cry every time. It is so wholesome. I cry every time. I love it. And like I said, Paul Williams had no reason being this good. He wrote like a really wholesome Christmas song. Yeah, man. I just wrote banger. It's just a banger. Yeah. And um, basically, like I said, Scrooge is enamored with Tiny Tim. And he turns to uh, the uh, ghost of Christmas present and asks him about Tiny Tim. Mm-hmm. And he said that if, if things don't change, he sees a empty chair and a crutch without an owner in the future. Um, if the boy doesn't get better treatment or help or whatever it may be. And Scrooge notices his beard is like graying. He's like very, very old looking now. Um, and he's like, yes, I'm dying. And he's like, um, you better go forth and know him better, man, to the ghost of Christmas Mm -hmm. yet to come because Uh he's, he's about to dip out. He's about to die. And that's cause Scrooge has got regrets. Mm -hmm. He is regretful. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, please, no, Lord. I don't want... Did you talk about how Miss Piggy shits on Scrooge? When? When they're at the dinner table. Oh, just basically says he's badly dressed. (laughs) She fucking shits on him so hard. She's like that... um, Odious? Odious. (laughs) Bad dressed. I'm like, damn. Odious? Rude? badly dressed the children and the daughters are just like hmm odious rude (laughs) they're so cute yeah honestly but yeah just basically no one fucking likes Scrooge yeah so he's basically just realized that and he's like I'm so sorry like I'll get better Mm -hmm. he's like I'm gonna change I'll change and I'm ready to see what you have to offer Mm -hmm. you know me and you know, we see that someone is dead because people are talking about someone being someone's dead. Everyone's a little bit happy about it. Mm-hmm. Scrooge is like unbeknownst I'll, to who I'll it is. Go to that funeral. There's food. Right, and um, there are people auctioning off stuff. 
Or people, there's a guy that's buying off stuff that people are, like, bringing to him. Yeah, the ghost points down an alleyway, and so Scrooge walks down the alleyway, and there's, like, some hella-ass shifty people. A fucking spider Muppet? Yeah. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. And he looks so spooky, and his other little creatures are... Matt is trying to spooky. sell stuff to him. And they're selling shit. And one had sheets, and the spider is like, oh, they're still warm. I don't pay extra for the warmth, you know. And she's like, well, you should. It's the only warmth you ever had. And we're all like, ha, 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 ha. Only warmth you ever had. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and Ebenezer's like, oh, you know, this could be about me. But, like, you know, it could n- maybe not be about me. Right. There's other people that are really hated. He's like, I see. This could be me if I keep it up. I promise. I'll get better. Yeah. And then they go on for some more. Let's talk about how terrifying this creature is, or this ghost is. Honestly, this ghost is top five. It's a cloaked void being. It's like, it's got to be at least eight feet tall. Somewhere between eight and nine feet tall. It's just like a robed robed figure cloaked figure with a yeah skeletal ish hand and you can't see its face very very long arms by the way like the long like the arms are about as long as his body it's kind of giving me no face vibes a little bit of no face vibes yeah if the robe was gray and then complete black void Mm -hmm. yeah no face no face at all black hole terrifying it's like you can't can't see anything yeah you can't see anything it doesn't speak um which good job for them but terrifying for me yeah and also what about the children we were worried about making them sad but we weren't worried about terrifying them to death yeah that's why i said earlier i was like we were worried about making them sad but we weren't worried about the fucking nightmares and then this is when rissa looks back at me and i'm sobbing because tiny tim is dead because so we get back to tiny tim's fucking house and he is he's dead. dead and miss piggy is crying and she's like i have to be strong because i can't show weakness to your father when he gets home and then Carter comes home and <sighs> she's just like how how was the churchyard he's like it's it, it's great he's like i found a spot on the hill by the river by the river where the ducks the are ducks. Tiny Tim always like. Tiny Tim always like looking at the ducks, and I and I turned a bit sobbing, and I'm like, I'm sobbing. She was like, "No, not Tiny Tim." I was fucking not Tiny Tim crying so hard. Ebenezer was too. Not Tiny Tim. Not Tiny Tim, and I'm like, "No, not Tiny Tim." And I'm like, "Oh shit." I'm about to be like not tiny too. <laughs> I, I don't do well with child death, Muppet or not. <laughs> uh, we know this episode's gonna be called Not Tiny Tim. <laughs> not tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he's sad as fuck. Oh my god, he's, Scrooge is so sad. He's like, Scrooge, please, because then they get to the graveyard. He's like, is there any happiness here? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And he's like, actually, let me go show you this grave real quick. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to see some shit. He shows him his own goddamn grave. His own grave. Which, like, 
I mean, kudos to them for, like, following along with the, the story, you know, and not taking any liberties when it comes to the actual plot points. And the music throughout this part, where he's, like, it's, oh. like, the dun dun da 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 It's, like, violin. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so good. It so adds good. so much tension to this moment. It's so scary and ominous. God. And he, like, wipes the snow off his grave and yeah. he sees his name. And he's like, and he's no. Like, no, I will be no. good. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. I swear to you. I swear it. He's like shaking his shawl. Yeah, shaking the robe until he just falls right through. And he's like, oh my god. I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. And he goes to the window. He opens it. He points to... Little mice down little there. bunny. Is it a bunny? Yes, it's Fuck. a bunny. Oops. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's... It looks like the dust bunny, which reminds me of the mice. Fair enough. Hiya. Fair enough. Um, like a bunny. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a bunny. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Bean Bunny. He's like, what day is it? And he's like, excuse me? Yeah, it's Bean Bunny. That kid's like, what? Yeah. Like, Me and what? Bunny looks up. He's like, what? It's Christmas Day. And he, and Scrooge is like, oh my, God, oh my God, it's Christmas Day. I didn't miss it. The ghost did it all in one night. They can do that, you know? And he's like, yeah, for sure. They can do that. Yeah. It's like, the you bunny. can do anything you, you want. Can, yeah, they can do anything they want. And um, he asked the little bunny if the turkey in the poultry shop has sold yet. Mm-hmm. He's like, the one twice as big as me? No, it hasn't sold. And then he tells him to go buy it. He's like, you're joking. And he's like, I'll give you two shillings. He's like, no, I'll give you five shillings. And he throws all the money down. Mm-hmm. And the bunny immediately goes and runs and buys the he's turkey. He's like, okay. Which, I'm- yeah, sick. He's like, I'm going to take that turkey to the Cratchits. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Twice the size. And then we step outside. And he starts saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry and Chrysler. Go straight up to Gonzo and Rizzo. Yo, he tells them Merry Christmas, but then after the Merry Christmas is. Yeah. He goes to Bob Cratchit's house. No. No. Sorry. He goes to Fred's house. No. Charity people. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah. He walks up to them and he's like, About that donation. I'm going to donate this amount which i said during this part i was like how much money do you think you donated to mitchy i was like i think a thousand dollars at that time yeah I and i that. think that's probably pretty accurate yeah i mean that's a fuck ton because this is this does take place in the 18 like the mid 1800s like when the story came out a thousand dollars in that time well i guess it's in british money so a thousand pounds a thousand shillings oh is it not pounds? I don't know. They were talking about shillings earlier, remember? What's a shilling? <laughs> I'm not good with currency. Maybe a shilling is like a coin. Like, you know how we have bills and coins? Yeah. Maybe, like, the shilling is just their coin. And, like, what the is pound is so, their, like, dollar. We're going to sound really uneducated when this oh comes no. out. Oh, my God. We have oh to look no. this up right now. I need to look up currency information. I am so sorry if that's not correct. Uh, yeah. 
I'm just guessing. Shillings to dollars. That doesn't help me. And <laughs> evil shillings to dollars. <laughs> evil, not the evil shilling. I only want the good kind of shilling. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'm fucking um, London money in 1840. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. I had to look up the definition for it. Shilling, a former British coin in monetary union equal to one twelfth of a pound or twelve pence. A shilling is a historical coin and the name of a unit of modern currencies formerly used in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and other, other British Commonwealth countries in Ireland. And they're phased out during the 1960s and 70s. So now, so I was kind of right. Yeah. It was a coin, but now they use the pence mm-hmm. and, and pound. Pence and pound. Yeah. So let's just say it was a thousand pounds. That's 1200, a little over $1,200 in USD. Mm-hmm. So in 1840, that's probably like fucking extraordinary. Bajillion dollars. So many dollars. <laughs> Inflation. I don't know. Inflation. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good callback. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So then he makes a donation and uh, was it Beaker? Mm -hmm. Gives him a scarf. Yeah, Beaker. I love you, Beaker. So cute. He's like, thank you. For me? For me, thank you. Thank you. And then the bunny comes up. He has the turkey. He's like, we're going. Mm-hmm. We gotta get some gifts. We gotta get some stuff. He and goes in to Fred and Clara's house. They start singing another banger. Oh yeah, song. Fifty out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. So good. It's good, but it's not. It feels like Christmas good. No. But because, like I said, infinity mm-hmm. fifty mm-hmm. is pretty. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, they're singing a good song. Mm-hmm. They're delivering little gifts. To, they deliver a gift to Fred and Clara. Mm-hmm. I said, do you think it was after he roasted them? <laughs> uh, or roasted Scrooge? And I think it was. I think it was before. But but I said he gulped pretty hard after he got his gift. <laughs> that did. says that screams guilt. That does scream guilt. Um, and then he shows up at Bob's house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why he got prank him, though? I think he just wanted to do a little gag. Why he do that? That's a funny personality. Why he do that? I don't know why he had to do that, but this is a little funny personality. He's like, let me just fuck with his feelings real quick. Yeah, let me just scare him to fucking death. Ah, here you are. You were not at work this morning like we discussed. And Karen's like, uh, 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 Sarah, we did discuss it. You gave me the day off. You did give me the day off. He's like, me? Ebenezer Scrooge give you Never. the day off? Kermit's like, uh, uh. And therefore, I'm about to. And Miss Piggy pops out of nowhere. He's like, I'm about to raise your. And Miss Piggy's like, I'm going to raise you right off the pavement. Oh my God. Right? Like, oh my God. Jesus. She chose violence. I love her though. She chose violence. 
I feel like Miss Piggy is who I aspire to be. Yes. <laughs> I wish I had that much confidence in myself. <laughs> but he's like, raise your salary. And they're like, oh, the fuck? The what? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm going to raise your salary. Yeah. And we're like, oh. They're like, oh, oh come inside. Miss Piggy's like, oh, oh. Well, I'm going to just change my tune real quick. Yeah, oh, come, 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 my house, come, come, come. And then he's like, would, would you guys like to join us for Christmas supper? For a turkey dinner. Mm-hmm. The daughters look at that turkey like, what the fuck? Because it's, it's a big ass turkey. Two times the size of Tiny Tim. And it's raw. Bitch, it's going to take hours to cook. <laughs> it's like midday. How dare you come and bring it's someone like, a turkey to the so, house? Well, actually, no, this morning. It's cynically morning. <sighs> yeah. It was Christmas morning, to be fair. But it still was like probably at least 7 o'clock. I know, before And it they still would have taken a long time for that cookie turkey to cook. It would have been so long before they were able to eat. I just... And then there's... Excuse me. There's all those people there. That's not going to feed all those people. There's so many people We're going to need a bigger turkey. Why? He invited the whole fucking village. And then half of them don't even fit in the building. So they're just standing outside like fucking weirdos. I said said at the end of the movie, I said... Yeah, if you're like a like an A A grade or yeah A list Muppet, B list Muppet, you got inside the house. But if you were a C or D or lower, you got to get the fuck out on the street. You singing for your supper? Oh yeah. <laughs> but, just, yeah. Oh, man. But they and brought a raw ass turkey. Yeah. And some fruit. Some fruit. And some cheese. Huh. And then they sing um, another song, which is The Love We Found. And literally, like I was saying earlier, if they hadn't added this song back in, it just feels like it wouldn't make sense. Like, And it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because the song because that the song, is When the Love is Gone. Yeah, When the Love, love is Gone. Or when love is gone. And then um, the end song is when love is found. Mm -hmm. And it literally goes full circle. Like he found new type, a new type of love in his life, new, new things, new things to love and appreciate. And it just really kind of builds the story up and like helps it. Like just really feel more wholesome and good. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just takes a lot out of it when you don't have that song. Yeah. And you have this song. and yeah. It's fair. We went back and watched the song because I actually don't didn't have any memory of ever watching it because I'd only ever watched it on TV or on streaming services. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the DVD or VHS of Muppet Christmas Carol. So interesting. So I had no fucking clue it existed. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Is that I guess I just never really remember ever seeing this on TV. Yeah. It was very rarely on TV. Yeah. I did see that this year they're doing it um, in the UK. Mm. If you are in the UK and by chance listening to this, they're doing a theatrical, like, 
showing of this oh, cool. with the symphony, a live symphony. Oh my god, I love that. Can you imagine how fucking fun that would be? Man, I wish we could go to something like that. It feels like Christmas, Man. live symphony. So cool. The fucking trumpets. I know. The trombones. Ah! Yes. Ah! Damn. Oh my god. Yeah, they're showing those uh, in some theater in the UK. I just was... Uh, if you're in the UK, look it up and go for yeah, us. Yeah, Take pictures yeah. and send them to us, please. We will live vicariously through you. But yeah, just that end song being taken out, or the sorry, the one song being taken out makes the end song not hit as hard for me. Yeah, if no, you were just fair. watching it, but you know, I've never ever seen this version before, and like I said, it was just really crazy for me to have witnessed that now. Yeah, like I grew up watching the Muppets and the Muppet mm-hmm. Show and everything, so it just wasn't ever something that occurred to me. Yeah. But. So, like, I didn't grow up watching The Muppet Show, but I did watch Muppet Things. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously I watched, like, Sesame Street. So, it's, like, I'm familiar with, like, Jim yeah. Henson and all of the, you know, puppeteer work that he's done. Especially, like, as a film student. Like, that shit is so fascinating to study. Yeah. But, like, when it came to, like, actual, like, Muppet movies and stuff, I had to, like, seek them out on my own as I got older. So, yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, and then we end this movie. The movie's over. So good. So good, dude. Anything you want to throw in before we start rating? This movie is the only Christmas Carol movie to me. That's fair. Not only because I grew up with it, but I feel like it just tells the story mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. It adds to it in ways that are unique mm-hmm. and unique only to the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Like, the Muppets are really the only ones that could have done this this way, mm-hmm. you know, and really hit it out of the park. Yeah. No, and add music fair. to it and yeah. add, like, all of these different, like, theatrical things, Muppets, pu- like, all of this, like, mm-hmm. puppetry art and all of this stuff. Like, they, they are the only ones that can do it and do it right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. And something that we haven't mentioned is when uh, the movie opens, they w- were doing credits. Mm-hmm. And they list the characters. So they list Miss Piggy as Mrs. Cratchit and Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit. And that's not something they do a whole lot for Muppet movies. They mm-hmm. actually usually do list out their actual voice actors. Mm-hmm. But I love that they gave so much autonomy to the Muppets in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, they really give them their own characters, like... I really feel like... I can't, Or I can't help but feel like all of that was really in honor of Jim Henson. Yeah. And his artistry mm-hmm. and his I mean, efforts and work that he had put into the Muppets. And if you haven't... If you don't know anything about the Muppets in general, if you haven't watched the Defunct Land series about the Muppets mm-hmm. and Jim Henson in general, that is the best documentary to go and watch it's yeah. a, like four part series four videos you can literally been watch it binge watch it at work mm-hmm. it is ugh, so good yeah um but i can't help but feel like that's just another homage to his work and efforts and creating these characters that have become so well known by so many people mm-hmm. i mean i feel like if you even if you don't know the muppet world you at least know a muppet you just don't know it's a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, um, 
he passed away in 1990, and this movie came out in 1992. Mm. So, like, you know, I imagine this movie was already in development, like, around the time he was passing away. Mm-hmm. And I think... Yeah, but he, it's, it, he died right before it began production. Yeah, right? so, like, obviously at that point, they'd already done, like, you know, the script and the story and stuff like that. And I think when they realized they were going to have to do it without Jim, that they really pulled it together. Mm-hmm. And holy fuck. They did. They That's did. Fun. We're going to do this one for Jim. I said, we're going to do this. And uh, this is my favorite Christmas Carol movie, but I do love other versions, like the one with Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. No. It's just, to me, when if someone asked me, what's your favorite Christmas Carol version, mm-hmm. th- I literally, I got asked this at work one time. Mm-hmm. The first, like, year I was working, that cr- the first Christmas I was working at my new job. Yeah one of my coworkers asked me that and without hesitation without fail i said muppet Mupp- christmas carol yeah, muppet christmas i was like i uh, he didn't even have to finish the question mm-hmm. he was like what's your favorite Mupp- christmas carol muppet christmas carol mm-hmm. yeah he was like you say christmas carol and my brain goes muppet christmas carol uh, i was like you mean the only i was like that i was like that's the only one in my opinion and he was yeah. like respect i respect. think top three so muppet christmas carol is number one but i think top three is also the one with bill murray and then mickey's christmas carol i do really enjoy seeing scrooge mcduck um oh, yeah, and, scrooge yeah. yeah i would probably like that version too i should watch that mm-hmm. just because it's got a good old goofy in it i know it does have goofy in it and just i think mickey's character as bob is also really good. I feel like just all of the Disney characters would all, the main Disney crew would just really do well. Mm-hmm. In, in and it's funny to have Donald as the nephew who's not an asshole. <laughs> Fair one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into rating, I guess. Hell yeah! So we're gonna start with our first category, like we always do. Plot. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I gotta give it a five. 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 <laughs> Music. Five. <laughs> um. No. Okay. So we have to talk about this. We we talked a lot about the main songs in the movie, mm-hmm. but there are so many parts in this movie where the music and the background elements. Yes. That they add into it, the background noise that mm-hmm. they add into it adds so much to this movie it really does like just the way they do the music like even when someone's like walking or like a scene transition when they're flying through the sky like the music is so good during those moments where ebenezer's just like flying through the air with one of the ghosts Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you don't even like pay attention to like how bad the animation might be because everything else they're just fits. Yeah, which is something that we're going to talk about now that we're getting into animation. animation. Yeah. Which is probably a four for me. Yeah. I um, only knocked a couple points because of the couple flying scenes that they have. They are very, the green screen is green screening. <laughs> Hello, green Twitches. If you know, you don't. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, other than that, like, I really can't knock it. Yeah, no. I mean, all of the puppetry um, effects and, like, the things that they do with that, just the artistry behind that. So next level, I feel like, for that time. Mm-hmm. And even now, still, I feel like, in some ways. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. yeah. So our next category is character personality. And since we're not comparing from a first movie, I'd like to compare like the characters themselves to the actual these characters. Roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say four. Yeah. Um, cause, and I only take a point off because it's like, yeah, they felt like, you know, obviously Michael Caine did great as Scrooge. So great. But, you know, the best Bob Cratchit, like, maybe not 100% accurate to how he was in the book or whatever original adaptation. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I haven't, like, read the original I, Christmas story. Surprisingly, or, you know. I haven't either. But I think, for me, it also has just has to do a lot with, um, I think... No offense to Miss Piggy, because I've already said that I love her so much. But I don't think she was great as Mrs. Cratchit. I, think I mean, she didn't really add anything. Yeah, I think she was just very much like, she chose violence. <laughs> well, she was really not like playing Miss Cratchit. She was really just playing Miss Piggy. Piggy. Right. Right. My point, exactly. Whereas like Kermit, I feel like at least was playing Bob Cratchit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cratchit. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Bob Cratchit. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> MBD. Yeah. Words are hard. Yeah, sorry. English is difficult. I be struggling. I've been struggling this whole podcast <laughs> trying to say some words. Um, And so I think besides that, the only other one that I um, struggled with was like, the nephew character fred yeah i wasn't like i don't know it just something about him i just feel like i have to take a point off because like everybody was kind of like still a little bit more of like themselves mm-hmm. as like in that role mm-hmm. than as the original character right which is like fine yeah. Because it's the Muppets. Yeah. But, yeah, point t- deducted just because of that. Lesson. Um, five. I agree. I mean, you really can't get better. No. I mean, I think. Of a lesson, then. Especially Christmas when Carol. this came out. So this actually started a movement of creating an environment where people were more humanitarian Mm -hmm. and caring about fellow men and also created more people to what's the best way to say this it created more hmm, it influenced more people to hang out with their families and just kind of enjoy what they had. Yeah. Which was a really big thing back then. Cause at this time in the country in Britain specifically, they were kind of reevaluating a lot of their Christmas traditions. So when the story came out, it kind of compiled a bunch of different stuff that people believed in. And they took that to heart and they said, Oh shit, I've got to care about people and I've got to make sure that I'm with my family during the holidays and that we eat good food and that we have fun and love each other. And that was like the thing. Yeah. You know, now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it though, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just have to mention it. Okay. I can't help but feel like a little bit of it was bribery. Like it was like bribing him to feel guilty about not being good to other people because just like because you're getting something good out of it. You know what I mean? Charles Dickens, when he wrote this, like, I believe based on, like, my research, like, you know, he grew up in a family that was pretty well off until they weren't. Yeah. And then it was bad. And, like, he knew struggles with money, you know, even when he was an author. Like, he knew what it was to struggle. And I think for him, it was more so about creating that sense of almost like community when you feel like you're in a low place. Okay. I vibe with that. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Not I just, so deep for a second. <laughs> yeah. I just can't help but feel like a little bit of it is like, oh, yeah. If you aren't good to other people, then you're just going to die and no one's going to like you and everyone's going to talk shit about you. So that's why you should be good. You should be good because you don't want to die alone and have people talk shit about you. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of like the lesson they're giving us, but I can't say that they're not wrong. Like, I kind of don't I want mean, that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> they don't I really mean, want that. I think that's a layer of the lesson. It's like an onion. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Onions have layers. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. I just had to say it. <laughs> And our final category is rewatchability, which I already know is a five. So yeah, I mean, I watch this every year. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I watch this every year, maybe even twice if I feel like it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like it. I might watch it, watch it again later this in, in December. You know, right, right. Man, I feel pretty good about this one. We only had one four, right? Two. Oh, two. Okay, well, wait, I guess I should have given something a 4.5. I feel like that would have been more fair. Mm, animation? Yeah, I feel like it's not fair to give it animation a whole deducted point yeah. for that one flying scene. That's fair. Do this math. <laughs> It is a 4.75. Mm, 4.75. You rounded that. That's a that's a 5. <laughs> Bitch, no. We have one, another one that's a 4.75. We have two 4.8s, um, which was Toy Story 2 and Frozen 2. We have not gotten anything higher than that yet. Mm. So... I'm kind of offended that this didn't beat out Frozen. <laughs> but you fucking rated it. <laughs> well, I mean, I forget. I keep forgetting that we can give half points, to be honest. Okay. So, <laughs> do you but, want me to give character a 4.5? <laughs> Are we going to change our answer? No, because I really think it is fair. Like I said, like every single character, yeah. all of the main characters are a little bit um, their Muppet character. Yeah. And then Rizzo is just there. So Fucking Rizzo nice. is just like he's there. Just there. Like, he doesn't have a purpose. Like his character could have been there or not, and it would have been no different. Yeah, but I love that he was there. And I really love that he was there. Like, I mean, I need more Muppets. 
Let's keep it rough. So I feel like now. it's fair, but I still am offended <laughs> that it didn't get higher than Frozen. <laughs> I mean, but Frozen's so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Toy Story 2 is also so good. Yeah. Yeah. They both point one point like literally you know what the, the only reason it's different is because it's like this isn't like a sequel we can't compare like, we can't use the cat same categories in the same way necessarily yeah so we're looking at character in a completely different way than we normally would anyways right. so this is true in terms of that i'll say it's fair but you know a little bit of me is bitter it's okay Something else got a 4.75. I can't even remember what it was. It's okay, because it's a, it's a season to be jolly and joyous. It's a season to be jolly and joyous. La la la. <laughs> it feels like Christmas. <laughs> we are unhinged this episode. Because it's Christmas. When you mention Muppets... We pop off. I go manic. She does go manic. <laughs> I go feral. It's pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, we had so much fun talking about this movie. We really did. Don't forget to rate and some follow us and like us on Instagram. And now we have a TikTok. Yeah. We hope you've been enjoying your little Christmas time and yeah. everything. Hope you enjoy your holidays. Bake some cookies. Mm-hmm. Listen to some jams. Yeah, spread the word. The way you spread the word is by sharing and rating us on Spotify. And that mm-hmm. lets other people know that we exist. So we yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah. Share it with your friends. We appreciate it. And I'm Rissa. And I'm Mitchie. And you've been listening to... Sequel channel. Bye. See you real soon.